Hey guys, I'm back with another episode and today's episode is regarding 401k loans. So I want to talk about that. And before I begin, um, as usual, I am not um, giving professional financial advice. So please, if you are seeking professional financial advice, please consult your um, financial advisor or other professional and this information that I'm sharing is just for information purposes only and it's based off of um, things that I've learned as well as experienced on my journey that I think could help others. So 401k plans, if you work for an employer and you have a 401k, you probably are aware or maybe you're not, I don't know, but you can take loans out against your 401k. And I want to talk about that because there are... You'll hear a lot of different things. Well, basically, you'll hear either advice that they're good or that you should leave them alone. And I honestly, with any financial product, sometimes it's all about, it's not whether or not it's good or bad. I mean, aside from like payday loans, I mean, but I guess in a situation where you needed the money instantly and then you put it towards an investment or something and you got your money right back the next day or something but other than that like payday loans in my mind I'm thinking like of all the financial products there that exist those are the ones that could be considered bad um but nonetheless 401k loan I don't consider it good or bad I I think it can be both and I want to talk about that how it could be good and how it could be bad and Nine times out of ten, if you're using a 401k loan for something good or in a good way, you probably can just use another financial product for that purpose because really you should just leave them alone. That's my advice. And this is coming from someone who has taken a total of three loans against their 401k. Um, you know, I've had actually I've had a couple of 401ks and I've um, I've taken three loans against them all together and the first time I I took something it wasn't a regular loan it was to um, use it as a down payment towards a rental property so I've done that method too and that method I approve because you don't really get penalized for it like you could with a loan Um, it's a bit different so as far as the 401k loan that is what I really specifically wanted to talk about And I suggest that you do not take anything out uh, against your 401k because the thing about it is a lot of us, once we have those set up, like that's not really an indicator that we're doing well financially because it's very easy to do. And that's why I encourage people, whether you feel like you're financially savvy or not, go ahead and, and open that 401k, especially if you think there's a possibility that you could be at your job for I don't know, a year or more, if if it's a job you hate, it's a job you like. If you're there, get the free money while you can because the thing about it is what I do and what a lot of people do when they, you know, know how it works because you can, a retirement fund, that's really what it's for um, to go towards your retirement funding. Um, But you can, there's multiple vehicles you can use for retirement funds. 401k is just one of them, but it's, you know, um, if you're going to do it, go ahead. But I would suggest having another retirement, a separate product outside of that, if you want to contribute more than 
what your employer would match. So, but again, like I said, consult with your financial advisor to see what will work best for you. I'm going to talk about some things that I do know, though, um, and that is your employer will match up to a certain percentage. So for my employer, it's 6%. I think that's pretty typical across the board for a lot of companies. And so what I do is I, I, I max, I contribute that much, um, 6% from my paycheck. Every paycheck, 6% of it goes towards my 401k. And so since the employer will match up to 6%, whatever that amount is that is coming out of my check, they will match that amount and contribute that to my 401k as well, every paycheck. So that's every paycheck, 6% on my end and 6% on my employer's end is all going into my 401k. And if you're at an, a job like this, if, you know, especially depending on your salary, because I am at like an average salary for what I do. I'm in an accounting department, so I'm not balling out of control with this job at all. <laughs> Trying to make my way out by building other sources of income around it, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, so basically for this job, I've been here for some years now. And so you will look up, like I said, if you're, if you, especially if you have a, a good salary, but even if you just have an average salary like me, you can look up and see, oh, wow, I have 10,000 or first it's 5,000. Then I have 10,000 or look up and it's 20,000. Like, you know, depending on how you, and, and that's another thing you can go in and typically you can go in and make sure your, um, the investment is investing how you want it to be, depending on your age and your risk tolerance. For example, I started out, um, you know, I'm still in a, that category where I'm approaching a, a new level, but when I started out investing in 401ks, I was in my 20s. So I'm considered like someone who can typically uh, invest aggressively. And if I hold, if I with the invest and hold strategy, based off of statistical data, I should be able to get higher returns versus if I'm, you know, investing less aggressively, if I'm investing, investing, um, um, you know, safely, you know, and funds that are not as volatile and things of that nature. So they typically break it down for you, like in three categories, I believe. I don't have it in front of me now, but one is like if you're, maybe if you're older and you're nearing that retire, the age that you want to retire and you don't have that much tolerance for risk, like if something were to happen in the market, you really can't tolerate too many fluctuations or your money going down. But you know, and then they have like a middle one, like a, a medium tolerance. I don't know if that's what they call it, but it's in the middle. And then they have an aggressive um, version. So like you can go in and probably select which one is matches you. And then it will automatically divide the way that it invests in these different, you know, mutual funds and, and investment stocks or whatnot. So that it is, is so that it is a co- collective of the appropriate investments to match your risk tolerance. And so with that being said, like I was saying, when I first started out, I, I was knowledgeable of this stuff. So I went in and I adjusted it to be an aggressive investing fund so that I could gain maximum returns based off of what the numbers that, that we, um, assume and project. So I did that. And like I said, over the years, if you're at that job for years, or even if you switch jobs, typically, if that new job has a 401k, you can roll the one from your old job over. And so like, 
I really want to stress how this money can add up. So one, if you're not doing it, do it because like I said, it's free money. Part of it, half of it is part of it is free money. And like I said, with the 6% example, if I were to invest over 6% of my check, then that would just, it wouldn't, my job wouldn't invest more than the 6%. They would just invest at the 6% and whatever I decided to invest over 6% would just be coming from me. And so that's why I don't do it because I want more of my money now. And I feel like, you know, one, I made it aggressive and two, 6%. I'm really just, you know, just wanted to hit the maximum of what my employer would reach so I can get that free money. And so, like I said, uh, as this, as the fund grows, you will start to say, hmm, I have a good, um, healthy investment account over here. And I don't know how your investing is with uh, outside of retirement funds, if you're into stocks or whatever, but like, that's a whole nother podcast. We can talk about other stuff, but let's just say, you know, even if you, even if you have other stock accounts, like a lot of times the only way that you can get that money is if you take the stock out and it's like, nobody really I mean unless you it depends on how you invest but like I don't want to talk about stocks because that's a whole nother topic I actually have like an uncomfortable relationship with stocks but anyway like I said it's another like conversation even though technically we're talking about stocks now because a lot of the mutual funds obviously have stocks within them but I'm just talking about more of a less hands-off approach you know you're the company that your job is working with whatever bank that is or whatever investment um, company that is they're doing it all they're managing the fund for you okay so you can see the options that they have to invest um, decide how you want to invest it and some of them may give you more hands-on ability to tweak the differences but a lot of times it's just like okay or do you want to invest aggressively or no so anyway so um yeah what was the last thought I was saying yeah so that's where you want to you'll start seeing your account grow and you might be okay if you're knowledgeable about 401k loans and you need money you get into a situation where it's like okay you know when is a good idea to take out a 401k loan because the downside of taking out a 401k loan which is basically a loan against the money that you have in your 401k and typically it'll be something like um you're allowed to take a loan against half of the amount, 50% maybe of what you have in your account. So let's say you had $20,000, you would be eligible to take a loan against uh, $10,000 of that. So you would have a $10,000 loan and the terms would be something like you pay. They give you a pretty uh, healthy amount of options as far as the terms and how you want to pay it back. Like you can pick your terms and you know, I forget how much it could go up to like five years or whatnot. I don't know, but you can pick your terms and that will determine how much your monthly payments back on that loan would be. And the, the catch is it comes directly out of your check. So you need to remain working for your employer for those payments to your loan to continue to come out of your check. And if you don't uh, work for that employer anymore, if you leave before you have fully paid off the loan, then typically you have something like 60 days to pay the loan back in full. Otherwise, um, it will count as a, uh, like a distribution of, uh, out of your account. So it'll be like the same as if you were to take money from with, withdraw from the account. And if you're before 59 and a half, I think is the age, then you would get that ex, that penalty. So not only would you get a penalty for, it will be considered you defaulted on the loan if you can't pay it back, obviously. And then you will get a penalty and then you will get taxed 
on that amount. So, and it's like an astronaut, it's like ridiculous, like the amount that you have to pay in taxes on it. It's so not worth it. Like to me, that's why I'm saying like, it's very risky to take a loan out against a 401k. And I know we know how job security is really like kind of an oxymoron these days because no job like a job is that secure anymore so anything could happen so especially the more you take out in the example that I gave let's say you took out ten thousand dollars how likely is it you would be able to pay that back quickly and that's why I want to go back to okay whether a 401k loan is good or bad um what are let's say you want to um you're looking for some money and let's say you have bad credit right because I've been there before I had bad credit so I wasn't able to get approved for a personal loan through a bank or even a credit union couldn't get a really high limit on new credit cards so which is also a bad idea to 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 rack up debt and credit cards but let's say you really wanted to consolidate some of that credit card debt or consolidate some other debt or you know just cover um you know, just catch up. Maybe you're really behind in your finances. You just really need a handout to to just get caught up and then, you know, get back on track. Whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe you have some repairs on your home that needs to be done. Like I still don't think that those reasons are good enough to take out a loan against your 401k. And this is why. It's because if you need these types of things, that means you don't have the money and you don't it's like you you you're going to be paying um things that you know the the best out of the examples that I gave the best one might be the repairs on the home because if you own the home then you're adding um value to the home and perhaps that could help um your selling price if that is your strategy so stuff like that I would I would approve of getting a loan against your 401k because it's like you need to be have a strategy in mind of how you're going to pay this loan back and not just look at it like oh this is a a regular loan I can take my time paying it off because they're only asking me to pay $50 a month or you know something like that I can I can afford that I can afford the payments I'm fine let's just stretch this out and let me get this money in cash out and do what I need to do I'm saying no to that because it's so risky and you're now you feel like you're confined to the job if you want that money back and if you just want a portion of that money back you know because if you leave you're going to lose a chunk of that money that you didn't have to lose you know that was your money and some of your employer's money but some of your money nonetheless is your money that you work putting these hours and work to um, put towards your retirement account it's not worth it to take that to lose that so you need the the only way I would suggest taking out a loan or approving a loan against your 401k is if you know that there's a way that you plan on making that money back like if you're using that money to invest in something like I said to add value to your home because you're planning on selling it or to you know do something that you invest in something that the return on investment is going to come rather quickly um even if it's for a business or something like that that you don't have a a specific time frame as to when you're going to get the money back i wouldn't suggest doing that either because there are other avenues to get money for business funding um but you know and that would be the the limit but all the other stuff about personal paying off personal debt and consolidating credit card debt and stuff i do not think that those are good ideas because the fact of the matter is you didn't have the money and 
and if you take this loan against your 401k, it's going to put you in a position where you could potentially lose a big chunk of your investment if you were to leave your job or if your job was to, to let you go. And then another thing is, what if you want to leave your job? I would not want to feel any more tied to a job that I didn't like because if you take out so much money, sometimes it's like, okay, let's say you took out um, a $5,000 loan, right? And so you're, you're only paying maybe, I don't know, a hundred dollars a month, $200 a month. You could, you could really have some low amounts on as far as what you pay back to the loan. The benefit of the loan is you get, you, you charge interest like a regular loan, but that interest is going back to you. Um, but that's, I mean, it's still not worth it because then you have the opportunity costs, you know, that money that could have stayed in the account and, been benefiting from the compound effect and an investment and earning uh, interest on um, in the in the market just like the rest of the money so it's just it's more downsides than upsides to getting a 401k loan I would suggest if you are in a situation where it's like I, I have credit card debt I have other debt I want to consolidate this or I need money for something else I would exhaust every other option before getting the loan and then I would ask myself can I do without it can I stand can I you know what I'm saying like Am I going to, you know, is it a life or death situation? If it's not, leave the 401k alone. Because like I said, if you were to leave your job or if they let you go, then you can lose a good chunk of that money. I would, it would almost be better to me, like, I don't know, like, I wouldn't want to have that money tied up is what I'm saying. Because I have been in a position where it's like, I look at the loan that I had, um, remaining in my 401k and I'm like well what if I just wanted to leave my job now and what if I wanted all of my money <laughs> like I used some of it already and so it kind of it puts you in a weird spot and that's what I'm saying I think it's more positive I mean more negatives than positives to getting alone on your 401k so I would not suggest doing that because like I said, it's all about keeping as much money as you can, especially free money. Like don't, especially free money and money that you've worked for, that you've traded your time for this money. So really think about money that you get, that you trade your time for, like treat it with value because, you know, you can pay off, you can find another way to pay off your credit card debt because honestly, all you have to do is make your payments on time. If all you can afford is a minimum payments, trust me, once you make those payments over time and your balance goes down, the only the, just don't use your cards anymore because once you get your utilization down, your credit score is going to shoot up because that's one of the major factors that, you know, determines how your score shoots up and shoots down. Like you get the most points either shooting up or shooting down from either your utilization going up and down, which is how much you're using on your cards and your payment history. So keep your payments on your card going and positive on time and just keep doing that and don't spend the card so eventually your debt will go down and the more your debt goes down the more your credit score goes up the more you can ask for credit limit increases the more you can get new credit lines and the more you'll be uh, at, uh you know approve and approval ready status for things like personal loans with credit union or something that will not be that detrimental to you as far as you know if you if you transfer jobs or things of that nature there's no no penalties involved like there are for 401ks or in retirement plans period so you'd be better off just 
just hanging in there, doing what you got to do and making it how you've been making it and to the point where you have raised your credit score and now you qualify for those other means, those other financial products, those other ways of getting loans and not from your retirement account. You'd be better off getting a loan from, like I said, a credit union, a personal loan. They have plenty of loans out there, like plenty of institutions that will give you loans with fairly good rates. Um, if you have good or excellent credit. So that should be the goal. And that's really the bottom line that I was trying to say, like the getting a loan, a 401k loan, just because it's tempting because it's so easy. Like I said, I've gotten three. It's very easy. And I have to ask myself, why do I keep doing this? It's not worth it because each time I do it, I get more because my investment account is growing more. You know, it's like you have to get, you have to train yourself to be able to, think like a wealthy person because once you start getting money in certain places you not and you take that old mindset it's like oh money I can use this money no think about it there being financially savvy takes skill uh, takes a level of you know good management and, and wisdom so take it from somebody who has gone through this experience of getting loans from their 401k it's not worth it it's not worth it because you don't want to do that unless it's like I said, a life or death emergency. Don't do it because in the event, just be disciplined and save in your savings account, pay off your credit cards and get that credit score up. And then you can qualify for a loan with a low rate that is not going to pressure you on paying it back as you just have your payments that you have to pay back every month. And that's it. That's all. And you can take that money. You can consolidate other debt or whatever and, and do things strategically so that you can get your debt down and so that you can get your credit score up. And all as always, always seek to have multiple streams of income and always increase your income because that helps in any scenario. So that's all I want to share. I'm going to leave this video here or this, <laughs> this podcast here because it's definitely gone over the amount of time that I wanted it to. But I will leave you guys with that information and I hope it helps someone and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.